Virtual Homework Podcast. This is Sam. This is Dana. Also known as Deep Dana, the man with the meat. <laughs> that is what they call me. Wh- who are you, Soft Sam, the man with the clam? Flan? No, that I don't have a clam. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I have the meats, you have the clam? I, I did that to myself. Um... <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, if if you're here, you probably know what this is, but we pick a game to play every week. I pick we for it. this week, Space Draft. But before we get into that, let's do a little bit of a theme song. Actually, before we get into this game, I do have a little bit of a follow-up from last podcast. We mentioned... Uh-oh. Uh, well, I guess we didn't mention. We played uh, 999, the Nonary Games. Yes, and we did. I don't, I don't want to get too into the game, but I do want to just ask if you if you actually were able to beat it. Because when yes, we were... Yes, I, I beat it, and then I got all the endings. Like I think I know where you're going, is that when we stopped... We were only like a quarter of the way through it. Yeah, I had I had like three endings, and uh, the game I think has five endings. The yeah. the fifth ending, the last ending, the good ending. Like yeah. you literally by playing the other four endings, you unlock like the second half of the game. It's actually ridiculous. Yeah. So I've upgraded my like. Oh, you should play this game. To like, yeah, this is actually a really, really, really good game. It's actually one of the rare experience where i've been captivated by a video game in recent memory so yeah i'm a big I'm, fan I'm of the ownery games i'm playing the sequel right now which i'm enjoying a lot i'm not playing it as hard as i was with the other one but it's definitely different <laughs> <laughs> well we could, I, I was i was just playing it since we have it so yeah we could save that for another episode if you want to waste your choice but anyway let's get into the the topic <laughs> at hand what do we play space giraffe space giraffe and the funny thing is uh just going back one last time to the nonary games one of one of the quotes uh because i was playing the game in, like this weird windowed mode and you're like oh i could i just messed with the settings and i was able to play it in full screen good graphics i'm like i i said specifically you're expecting me <laughs> to go into the settings that's a little bit too much to ask and yeah. before i asked you to play this game i literally had like you're like Play on this mode. Dana, go to the settings. Play on this mode. You got to make sure you use this setting and make this high res and then make your resolution this. If you You, don't play the tutorial. You literally said you won't talk to me if I don't do this. It was very necessary for him to have uh, the the best experience for, um, wait, what was it? What was it? I looked at your Steam. 0.6 hours. Hello. So so I played it more than that. I played it more than that. Um, I want to go... Let's talk about the game first, and then I will explain the game. Uh, well, what happened with me? It is a psychedelic shooter game, kind of like a. I don't want to say bullet hell, where you're kind of like uh, looking back at like these spaceship things, and there's like cool music and stuff like that. I'm gonna flat out say this: I couldn't play this for more than ten minutes without getting an instant migraine and feeling very <laughs> nauseous. Like I like straight up, like I had to stop and like lay down. Um, like actually physically nauseous. Um, I have very sensitive eyes. <laughs> oh no! Uh, like I, I felt physically <laughs> ill playing this game. I mean, like I guess I knew when I picked this game there was a chance. Uh, because uh, for those who don't know, Dana is a weakling coward that uh, is not respected by anyone, friends or family. Weak ass baby. Yeah, he's he's basically a infant 
in the body of a 81 year old yeah um I, I wasn't sure if you'd be able to handle this game <laughs> i guess i guess not but the fact that you didn't immediately say that this game is Tempest means you are probably not a classic arcade game aficionado. This is literally the game Tempest. I don't know it from Tempest the 70s. Is. I think 70s or 80s. Uh, think think like when Pong was out. Like the next game was Tempest. Yeah. Like if you play the original Tempest, you're like, oh yeah, this is literally one for one. But the uh, the person who actually who made this game, Jeff Minter, aka Llamasoft. He's been in the video game industry since like the Atari twenty six hundred ages. Uh, yeah, he made Attack of the Mutant Camels and Grid Runner I've for the twenty six hundred. Okay, I've heard of that. Yeah, you probably haven't heard of it, but it was it was revolutionary. Okay. Um, well, yeah, and like you know, shitting your pants was revolutionary at some point. Like, yeah, well, I mean, this is better than shitting your pants. Yeah, I'll definitely. Say, I'll yeah, say that much. You mean? But uh, <laughs> anyway, like this game is Tempest. And I, I personally enjoy Tempest. So when I found out this game existed on the Xbox 360 in 2006. Yeah, I was going to say how, how did you find this game? Um, it's very So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to tell you my bad boy story. AKA Oh man. Um I didn't really I was like 12 and I didn't grasp yeah. the consequences of my actions and my dad put his uh payment info in our Xbox 360. Oh no. And I was just like let me just download every single xbox live arcade game i saw so i, I racked up like a 300 hundred dollar bill and then i was like grounded for months but one of the games i bought was space giraffe space giraffe for the xbox 360 and okay this is one of those games that actually followed me so like i i owned it and i was like 12 and then like i went to high school and then i like went back to it after some parties and and or hanging out with friends and unusual circumstances yeah and then you'd like come back and like play this yeah, for like a little it, bit yes exactly it's definitely a game that a high schooler under the influence of certain decisions <laughs> would, may, would probably play but yeah whoa the colors man yeah exactly uh why don't you talk about a little bit about the mechanics like may, I, maybe not everybody knows what the fuck tempest even is so essentially you are you're shooting at enemies crawling literally at you in the screen so when, when you think of like a shmup they're going from the top. You're shooting up. Like you, you, they're coming from the top. You're shooting up. Imagine a shmup turned ninety degrees towards you, like so, down a hallway almost. Yeah, yeah. So it's like almost like an isometric shmup where you're basically shooting towards the f- away from you, and enemies are coming at you. Um, the only exception though is that um, in a shmup you kind of have like unrestricted movement. You can basically go anywhere on the screen. Uh, yeah. This game has one hundred unique levels. And each level has its own track. So you're basically only able to go left or right on the track. Some of the tracks mm-hmm. connect, so you're basically doing like a circle or a figure eight. Some of them are just lines. And um, essentially, if the enemies yep. get up to you, up to your depth, you either have to ram them if you have enough momentum, or you could like use pods that you get to jump over you them. Like, yeah, you can do like space bar to like go back to like hit him last second and stuff like that, which, I mean, the mechanics at a base are pretty cool. Like, I very much enjoyed them for, like, a shmup-type game. Um, It just, like, physically, I could not see some of the enemies because it was so, like, fever-inducing for me. Like, <laughs> so, like, the, like, the, like, the flowers coming at you, like, I, I could not see them. I couldn't focus. Like, it was... I, I literally have a, a talking point, don't fuck with the flowers. So, this game tries a little too hard there's a little too many mechanics there's a little too many 
different types of enemies and there's a, a little bit too much going on. I'll give you a little bit of a hint. Um, I told you choose the acid mode instead of the Nux mode. Did you choose the acid mode? I chose the acid mode, which made everything uh, impossible to see. I tried the Nux mode after it, which is much more tame. I felt like I was able to see things significantly better on Nux mode. So the acid mode is the original game for Xbox 360. Okay. Uh, the Nux mode is the PC improvement which they specifically said it has higher res stuff but less trippy visuals so they left both in but it kind of gets rid of like everything that makes the game like attractive to begin with yeah i mean like like. honestly like in terms of gameplay this game if if tempest is your type of game if you like shmups you you probably would enjoy the levels but there isn't that much depth this game like the the whole it's visual experience the sound I, I told Dana uh, to play this with the, the lights na- off. On the full naked screen. furries in the background. Yeah, I, I, that's another thing I wanted to point. The level called um, what? What is it called? Uh, fuck, what is it? It's oh, no room for yiffing. I think is the name of it. And then it has like a furry with like a a no a sign square yeah. with like a no under like a, like a square near up. the crotch. It's. it's I a was classic. like Sam. What are you sending me? <laughs> You're like you're like this is like seizure epilepsy like <laughs> nauseatingly inducing games and it's like naked furries spinning in the background like what are you trying to tell me? Well yeah I mean considering not only did I give you a game that you probably would find nauseating but I also told you to play in the more nauseating mode I probably have something out for you. Yeah, I mean wouldn't be friends if you you didn't though you know. Yeah exactly you gotta you gotta have a gentle ribbing a gentle a gentle epileptic seizure <laughs> on the floor <laughs> as I laugh. <laughs> What if I like call you from like the hospital? I'm like on my phone. I'm like, listen, I couldn't come to the podcast. I had a physical seizure. I I would probably, I would probably tell you that we're on the phone now, and I'm recording this call. So you better make a good ass podcast from that hospital bed. That's that's the only way. Because I'm pissed. I take this podcast so seriously. My friends and family don't like me anymore, and I blame Dana (laughs) entirely. You're like carving into your arm virtual work. (laughs) But um, I, I realized while I was playing this game that there is probably the easiest way to describe this game for someone who hasn't played it that that I've never seen anywhere. So I, I'm just kind of going to come What's out and that? say it. This is the Windows Media Player visual, visualization, <laughs> the video game. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, they don't have shit like that anymore. Like, that visualizer was, like, ahead of its time. Yeah, remind, like, the whole... Like, I, I know they're only jointly related but like the whole demo scene uh is is pretty much dead like basically people yeah. using computer graphics or computers to make like dope computer graphics. generated graphics yeah. yeah uh you don't really see that anymore and like it's something i do miss like honestly like you look at like, like the nostalgic. old programs yeah uh well it's, it's not like, nostalgic like, it's just cool like, like you look like at windows winamp. media player winamp winamp had the best visuals of all time I absolutely Vi- um, i used to winamp was a fantastic program people yeah, kicked the lamb kicked the llama's ass that's what it yeah, did exactly um on a side note, why is this called game called Space Giraffe? I don't know. It's, just, it's trying to be something different. Like, why does the I, game have a weird face in the background that like is only half visible? I don't know. I just remember like I would like pass a level and it'd be like, "You're meh. Like that was mediocre. Like I never said anything good. I was like, "Am I doing this wrong?" Um. So probably, but at the same time, I could not do better than I think not bad. So I think the game just just hates the player. Probably because they're trying to straight up make them seize on the floor. You were making a point earlier about the flowers, what, like ignore the flowers. Like, what's that about? Because I kept trying to hit them, and then they would get all the way to my field, and then I would like go to the and I would just hit them. And I'm like, I can't do anything about them. So you have to wait till they go past 
and uh, they'll like eventually like turn white, and then they'll do this little ping and then disappear. It's there's so much like um, visual pollution. Like for me, I just could not focus, and I didn't, I, I couldn't tell when anything was passed or fo- like this game fucks me. I mean, the whole I feel like that's the whole point of the game, but at the same time, like whether or not it's good game design, like it, it's doing exactly what it sets out to do, but is what it sets out to it do cool. a fun concept? I at, like at a very base, this game is cool. I will say that. The one thing that has stuck with me, I, I like, like I, I like listening to video game music. I have all these songs in my, in my repertoire because I like them a lot. They're, they're no, the game is like the sound is awesome. Like when did this game come out? Like two thousand three, two thousand four, two thousand six, I think. Yeah, like the, um, the art and like visual aspects of this are like very top notch. Where I feel like there are a lot of games in that era that tried being experimental that did not do as well. So I mean, I can at least give it that. Um, I just wish I was in a frame of mind that I could enjoy this game more because it, it it is a pretty cool experience. 2007, by the way. But okay. yeah, I, I really feel like this game was made not to make a game. It's just like, oh, uh, I have this thing. Might as well make it a game. Yeah. It, it did have some pretty cool uh, level names, though. Like, again, uh, Another well, Day at the Orifice. Actually, how how many levels <laughs> in did you get? Because you said you I played. I got like 26. Okay. you You got almost. I got to like level 30. Yeah. I, I've beaten this game before, though. I've beaten all 100 okay. levels. So uh, there are straight-up levels that are, I, like, I could not play. Like, there are <laughs> ones that, like, the field of vision were so, like, weird. I can't, I forget the names of them, but, like, I like the, like, the flatter ones that are, like, angled and stuff like that. But just, like, the circle ones where you're going, like, fanning out, like, I just cannot see. There's just too much going on. Yeah, the one, the one I noted was, like, the fire drip or something it's like a water droplet but it had the fire that level was hard as yeah. fuck yeah that, i don't, I don't I, know i, I died spice. like 30 times to that yeah. one well just like last game i feel like we can't really get into this game that much without spoiling the plot yeah yeah so, spoiled space giraffe <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> the plot is a little too in depth. I don't want to really get into it with because I feel like it's going to ruin the experience for the players. No, this game. Yeah, is I mean that that cutscene after level uh, twenty really really hit, stuck with me. You know, yeah, when the, when they finally decensored the the furry image. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man. Well, anyway, how how was your week in Corona Town? Uh, same thing I do every week. I sat at home. I ate food. I did nothing. I um shit post on twitter and uh that was about it but speaking about twitter i do have something that's very important to me now let me ask you something all right let me let me hear it all right, when when you go to the grocery store and you're done shopping and you have your cart and you go back to your car do you put back your cart so i feel like you're at a little bit of a disadvantage here because i edit the podcast every week at least the audio uh we're we're Working on the video. Don't worry about it. We know that everyone's emailing us, mailing us. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude. T- uh, I don't know. All forms of social media asking where the fuck is the video podcast. But anyway, I do the audio editing. We literally talked about last week how you're pissed that people don't put their carts away. Like you went on like. Did a, I really? You, put, you went on like a ten minute rant about this. Dude, I have like a whole thing on that today. I, I posted <laughs> do it on another Twitter, one. Like, I was pissed. Do another one, okay? I want to hear it again. So here's the whole thing about the shopping cart is that it's like the ultimate way to show if you are a like literally it it tells you if you are a good or bad person. Like absolutely. So I think I think you you were the one who liked this tweet because I saw this on my timeline. I don't think it was from you, but it was just like the litmus test of society. Right. Something like that. 
Absolutely. It shows like where you stand in society because the whole thing with a shopping cart is that no one's telling you to put it back. You don't have to put it back, but it is the objective correct thing to do. Like, and everybody knows it. No one, it's like, it's, it's basically saying like, if you don't put your cart back, you're like, I'm not going to do something unless like the law is forcing me to. And I think that objectively makes you a bad person. Well, I, I, I think like it was going even whatever. further and basically just saying the fact that people don't put their carts away shows that society cannot function without rules just based on the goodness of people. Yeah. It shows that we need fascism under the regime of Dana. Yeah. We I mean, basically, uh, uh, sent to the gulag if you don't put your cart back. I mean, pretty much everyone that we know, which probably means everyone on Earth, follows the virtual homework podcast for all video game news all normal news all lifestyle choices this is everything you need to know yeah so the next step logically is dana becoming the leader of not just the free world but just the world we're taking out the free um because we're we're not going to be free (laughs) under dana straight up i mean they're they're free to listen to me They're free to listen to this podcast, which is available on multiple platforms, including Spotify, YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts. Um, Don't name any other or, There's not that many. Or I, or I will send them to the Gulag. Is it the Gulag or the Gulag? Uh, I think... Because it's uh, Goulash, and I like that. <laughs> I was about to say Goulash. <laughs> send you the Goulash. That sounds tasty. I, I, would, I would love to be sent to like a pool of Goulash. I would drown, <laughs> like, like but cold. I would drown happy. Actually, no, I don't. I don't want to like. It sounds in, horrible. I don't want to like, get. It's like it's like, it's like, like it's been sitting there for like on the top like, a year. Yeah. Oh, there's like a layer you, of like you, film. You know, like when you like freeze, not freeze, but like put Chinese food in the fridge, and it's like it got that like little layer of like globby, like like gelatin. Yeah, almost. That's yeah, 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 yeah. But when you when you when you microwave it, it like melts. Yeah, so but you can't like... microwave a pool. <laughs> Checkmate, atheist. That's that's like the people like you wouldn't download a car you 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 wouldn't microwave a pool. I mean, people actually do have heated flooring. That's like the that's like the next thing in like suburban upper class. Like, oh, your house doesn't have sub- uh, heated flooring. How do you live? Let me tell you, I wouldn't mind that. How like let me ask you, how often are your feet cold in the winter? You have heated flooring, don't you? I don't. Have, no, no, I don't have heated flooring. <laughs> but um, I live in an apartment, and for some reason, I think apartments just have better insulation. So like yeah, this is, I, I live in a townhouse and like my feet are constantly cold. See, if I was like a contractor, I would um I would do a prank and instead of heated flooring, I would do like too hot flooring. So like that had to like it's hop, like hot lava. The, yeah, the floor is lava, but you have to do this every day of your life because I vanished to Mexico and you're not getting your money back. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> what if your feet? What if your like floor was actually lava though? Well, then you your house would be sinking into the lava you'd, you'd have other things to worry about the floor you're in an active volcano situation and you probably should leave. <laughs> like in your house <laughs> well like, okay that's, like, that's an to, actual like, story what if you, like, go look at like, look at your house like a new house you're like like oh some like the realtor showing it to you they open the door and there's just like lava everywhere i mean like obviously that's that's a fictitious story just i'm saying what if fair, what if is sacrilege anyway in real life, in real things that matter. There actually was, like, a story about, like, a guy who lived in the house for, like, 30 years, and, like, he noticed, like, a hill going in his backyard. Like, a, there was apparently, like, a volcano growing in his backyard, and, like, it got, like, That's big. some shit, man. That's, like, does like, your insurance cover that? 
Like, I hope. No, like, it doesn't. Actually, though. does insurance cover v- gr- volcano growing? Insurance cover accidental volcano. <laughs> well, like, they're going to be like, oh, a volcano going off, but like accidental making a volcano. Most homeowners insurance policies do not cover damage from earthquake, land tremors, landslides, much lower, other earth movement, regardless of whether or not the quake is caused or causes a volcanic eruption. What about, like, realistically, the, the biggest thing is a sinkhole? Because that's actually, like, people lose their houses. That sinkholes. shit's scary. Like, you see, like, those videos in, like, Eastern Europe of, like, just big-ass sinkholes. Like, th- Yeah, I should stop causing those. I dig and Wait, dig and dig underground, and then, like, they're telling me it's going to cause a sinkhole, and, like, I just, I'm what addicted. You, what are you, fucking dwarf? Like, mining <laughs> away, like, the mines of Moria or some shit? Hey, we can't use that word anymore. Except in a fantasy context. Oh, uh, the SJWs, <laughs> checkmate. <laughs> checkmate atheist. Yeah, exactly. No, but um, I love Gimli, so... Everything's yeah, good. Yeah, pretty legit. Speaking of Gimli, uh, how's Tony Hawk doing? He's making two new games, and I'm I'm a little excited for it. Um, I got into an argument on Facebook about it actually, because the, the for long story short, the remastering Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one and two, and some people were like, "Oh, like what the fuck? They're coming out with these games? Like they should just redo uh, Tony Hawk's Underground one and two. And it's like, D- did you ask them? Are they stupid and are they dumb? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but it's like, basically. Because Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 were, like, like top 10 best-selling games of all time. Like, literally. Like, maybe not top 10, but, like, w- like two of the top-selling games of I all would, time. I would buy Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 Remastered just so I could hear Superman again, because you can't hear that song on any <laughs> other platform except for the Tony Hawk Pro Skater disc. Um, real talk, do you think, like, a lot of people's musical choices were, like, shaped by, like, games like that? I can't... Well, there's two parts of the story, like, every good story. Uh, the first is that... I had, like, a resurgence of, like, listening to Tony... Like, I literally listened to, like, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 soundtrack, and, like, I I got into uh, Fu Manchu, who has mm-hmm. a private eye, the one that's like... I don't know if you know it. But uh, it's in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. And then I also yeah. got really into uh, Millencolin, uh, whatever it is, uh, No Cigar. That's probably the best song in the Tony Hawk Pro Skater series. But anyway, like... Like, I know that, like, I like that type of music. Is the entire society that we live in dictated by Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2? Yes. Yes. But <laughs> how much of it is Tony Hawk Pro Skater and how much of it is, like, Blink-182 existing in the same time frame? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think it was just nostalgic for, like, you know, shitty pop punk. I mean, not necessarily shitty, but, like... It had a little bit of everything. It had a little bit of metal. Had some like even like folk music and stuff like that. Like some fucking Primus. Like I th- they were fantastic games for the time. I think. I mean, like obviously there was like a little bit of rap, and I think that like the rap choices especially were probably more influential. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. Like like people probably got into more like. No, I'm thinking Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan Radiohead improvised by Jurassic Five, but uh, I forget what exactly is in Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Off the oh, top that's of my such head. a good game. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. Um. And it's it's kind of around the same time, so you could count it because that was Dreamcast. But um, there were a lot like the extreme sport games in general back then were fucking, like a thing. There was like Dave Mira's BMX. There was like the uh, Shane Dawson surfing or some shit. I don't know. Um, uh, what was what was that one SSX clone on Dreamcast? Oh, um, 
It's I mean, trick style. It's trick style. Rails. Yeah, like games like fucking trick style on the Dreamcast. Like I don't the the Dreamcast <laughs> just like it met people with that cool aesthetic. All those cool extreme sports people. Well, I mean, yeah, but I feel like in general, Sony kind of had like the market on that. I mean, like I, like I was saying, they had the Tony Hawk series, the Dave Mira series. There was like a was a Kelly Slater's Pro Surfer. It literally and they had BMX XXX. Well, do you remember that? I do remember that, and I remember was that the BMX game that was like entirely a Tony Hawk clone, just with the bike. No, BMX XXX was the one that was like porno. Oh, okay. Well, there was like a BMX game that was like Chad's. Uh, no, that that's that's Dave Mira's BMX. Dave Mira's BMX, which is like pretty much literally Tony Hawk, but just yeah. with a bike. And then they had Kelly Slater's Pro uh, Surfer. But yeah, like I played all these games. Like I think the ordering was that pop punk existed in the form of like Blink One Eighty Two, and therefore yeah. the Tony Hawk team probably were like, we got to find some good ass pop punk. And then they've like found bands that like people didn't actually know. And then it's like, oh shit. This is more than just Blink One Eight Two. No, what I think I think it's more than that. I think like Tony Hawk himself was very involved with the game, and him himself being so ingrained in the skater uh, scene, and I imagine all of them are really into music. I bet they found all that music like organically. It wasn't just some like old people like oh. No, I, I never said guys? it was old people, but I'm just saying like oh, we gotta have a good soundtrack for our game. So like they yeah, actually- yeah, yeah. Actually They're fa- fantastic so- uh, soundtracks. Like I, I think le- few people would disagree. They're some of the best, uh, uh, early like late '90s, early 2000s soundtracks. Yeah, I'm really happy that I don't have to like bust out my PS1 to listen to Superman. I can find Is that really game. the only way you can find that song? No, I'm being sarcastic. Is the only time I ever uh, listened to the song. Like it's a, it's a great song, but for some reason, it's only when playing Tony Hawk that you hear the song. So you can so never, you can never hear the song without playing Tony Hawk. Just how it is. I got, a quick, I got a quick question for you. Yeah. So while we were taking a second for you to find that, I went to use the bathroom. Now this is something that's never talked about. When when you pee, do you go right in the water or do you hit the side of the toilet so it doesn't make a lot of noise? So the real question is uh, that Dana is asking here is, do we want our podcast to go in the gutter? <laughs> and I don't know. We did like Schindler core, so I guess the answer is yes. Um, <laughs> Listen, th- this these are things that need to be talked about. It depends. I mean, if if it's like if you got if you got people in the house, you you go straight up side gaming. <laughs> so, but it's like your house. You're like, oh, I don't want them to hear my shame. Like, well, I sit when I pee, so I I, I don't have much control. Yeah, I, I sit a lot when I pee because it's like I like to look at my phone. I do a slav squat, so like my feet are on the, on the lid. <laughs> I I actually sit facing the the back of the toilet. Um. Well, okay. For it's it's <laughs> <laughs> it's side, unless I give no fucks, unless I want to feel powerful, you know. Yeah. Speak. So like. <laughs> to avoid this subject sick entirely transition. yeah sick transition um speaking of people with power like how do you think like we're going back to this because i don't think we talked about it enough like corona is is dictating our lives so like pretty much the people who made bunkers do you think they're upset that corona isn't giving them the power they wanted i mean i think those people weren't really like truly preparing i think they're just it's like a, it's like a fucking flex just to say like oh I got all this shit I think like anyone that was real serious was like probably doing other shit to prepare. I mean like I don't know like these people like 
they like they they literally are preparing for a situation where you can't contact other human beings, which is pretty much what quarantine is, right? Like, it, yeah, except we're like getting Uber Eats every day of our life. Like, when people think of the zombie apocalypse, they didn't just think of like a bunch of people getting sick and like coughing everywhere. Like they thought of like straight up zombies. That's pretty- what if the zombie apocalypse is way more boring? Does that upset you? <laughs> like. <laughs> Do you think there's people out there that are like, man, I thought the end of the world was going to be way more exciting. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they're just pissed at like, oh, I have a bunker, but like, if I just, I can't really do much, I could eat this soup. <laughs> Dude, two things I hate about uh, fucking Corona, though, is like, there are commercials that are like, it's like, we have to do this together. We got to support our heroes. We got to buy a, buy a Nissan. Yeah, we- I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> We we all need to come together and buy a Nissan. Come together and buy a Nissan. <laughs> it's it's the only way. It's the only way. These in these then, trying times. In these trying times. In these trying times, we need to go to our local Nissan yeah. dealership and ask for the latest yeah, Nissan Maxima Nissan. vehicle. That's what's trying. I, I, the companies that make commercials like it baffles me. It's like oh. Like, it's like do people like like oh my god they're so they're so right they're so good that they're they're doing this thing you know look they're they're looking out for the little guy I'm gonna buy Nissan like do you think people are really like that? I mean, the reason why I target Nissan specifically, fuck you Nissan. No, I don't. I have I have no beef with Nissan. Support but like, us Nissan. Um, Nissan killer. <laughs> like I just see like I've seen I've seen a lot of car commercials and I'm like, who in their right mind is getting a vehicle right now? A vehicle. Um, on uh, the the same subject, uh, I have a friend that just bought a car. Why? It's like his lease. His lease came up, so he didn't have a choice. Oh, okay, that kind of sucks. But yeah, like I've I've literally I've not filled up a tank of gas since March, to the point where it's concerning. Um, to the point where it's have like, have you, you dro- driven your car at all, though? Yes. Yeah, because you should dri- drive your car. Yeah, that's why I said to the point where it's concerning. Like I'm not driving my car enough, but I I have been driving my car, so like, um, it's not like the end of the world. I know you don't watch TV, and to go back on the commercial thing, but my mom watches a lot of TV. Um, TV is sad as fuck right now. Like, she'll be watching her shows, and then, like, Saturday Night Live comes on, and it's just like, oh, I we're Saturday Night Live, I'm at my house. Like, oh, and they're, like, literally, like, oh, we don't have the audience, we don't have the show, but we're gonna have a good time. Like, we're gonna do our skits, but, you know, we're, we're gonna be in our house. But it's not gonna have cool sets and costumes. But we're gonna still gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna have a lot of laughs. I'm just like, this is really sad. Mainly sad because it shows the gap in, I guess, comedy taste and comedy from the older generation to the younger generation. Because I've seen, Absolutely. I've seen this, especially uh, with like SNL and late night television. I don't know why I've seen so many clips. Well, in, in general, it's terrible. Even pre-corona, it was awful i don't know who watches it. yeah but they've pretty much all just been harping on the same joke like oh we're low quality we're a, we're a zoom call this is funny and that's like every single yeah. late night every single tv show that's based on live interaction like they're just yeah, like oh we're on a zoom call anymore. and it's low quality i'm like it, at this point it's been like eight weeks it probably shouldn't be low quality like what it's like doing? that's all they have yeah. or um you see how um like uh csi they're doing like animated episodes now with like horrible horrible like 2005 cgi i mean like i like, i liked apocalypto by jack black so i can't really talk about bad animation 
Um, well, yeah, but that's like different. Like this is like they can't they can't like film new episodes, so they're literally like animating episodes, and it looks so oh, terrible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so like we're we're in like a pretty good situation right now, but like I bet I bet in like a year because because nothing can film right now. People are gonna be really bored with the content. Like I'm actually, I'm really pissed because like I'm, I'm a pretty big Viper fan, but like I really am upset that he caused coronavirus. Wait, it, dude, <laughs> he he's he caused it like twice. He's like, I think he had a song that was like, "I caused Corona." I didn't mean it to be this bad or something yeah, he, like that. He had he had a song called "I Caused the Wuhan Coronavirus Outbreak." That was back in 2019, actually. And now he has a song called "When I Said I Caused Corona." I didn't expect this to be this bad. So he regrets it, but not really, because he also has a song called, like, Who Has the, All the Toilet Paper? It's Me, Viper. So, <laughs> so like, I'm I'm pretty upset that he caused Corona, but, like, I, I don't think he made names these songs. At least he's still producing. At least, like, yeah, he, he just released a Vaporwave album that it was totally not him, and totally, like, people taking advantage of his meme status, but it's actually pretty decent. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, like honest, like it's it's listenable, and that's that's the best you could ask for with, with Viper. <laughs> like unironically, I like some of Viper's music. He has like they want to see me gone because of my hops, and I'll I'll blast that because it has it has want to re- see me gone because of my hops. It has really good lines where he just goes like I'm six two with crazy hops. Like he's just talking about his hops. <laughs> like he's just like like he's like randomly rapping. All he's just like I'm six two. It's like okay. Thank you, Viper. Like, like, thank you, Viper. Thank you for everything you've. He also uh, brags about having a size us. ten foot, which is pretty interesting. That's pretty small. Yeah, like what the <laughs> fuck? I got a ten size. You no, know, he's he's like, it's like that's like average. He's like light feet. I wear a size ten. It's like okay. <laughs> I bet they are pretty know. light. I bet cons- compared to a size eighteen, they're they're smaller. On the size, uh, size. The topic of shoes. What kind of shoes are you wearing nowadays? I need shoes. Like I don't know. Like <laughs> he- here's the thing. I I'm a Nike whore, and I want to buy Nike shoes. I like Nike shorts and shirts. They've changed all their shit, and it pisses me off. Why would like, you? All their why designs. would you be a Nike whore? Considering your favorite YouTuber, Party Boy Sixty Nine, wears a New Balance on his on his chain. Listen. Uh, fuck. We're we're talking about Party Boy Sixty Nine now. Listen. <laughs> I, I had to like t- I was like blasting that while I was raiding in World of Warcraft like streaming the other day and it's like I had to turn it off because it started like getting very um racy. You got racy? Oh no! I mean, I it probably wasn't like he he does like DJ Assault and he like DJ Assault for those who don't know is like I want to eat some ass. Like I don't I don't know. Well, well no, that's fine. But like the, like the song that came out I was like, I want you to come in my face. I want you to <laughs> eat my ass. And I want you dick down my throat. And I want to you know f- fuck your uh, like leg. Like it was like that. Like on over. It's like mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I'm like man. I'm like this is I can't. <laughs> For those who don't know, um, there's a there's a YouTuber on the come up, and by on the come up, I mean I found him and then I sent him to Dana. His name is Party Boy Sixty Nine. He makes really Fantastic good mixes. Fantastic mixes. And like, I've I've been blasting them. He's been blasting them. It's pretty much our entire life at this point. We're party yeah, boys. Much. I'm party boy 67. He's party boy 68. Like we're yeah. we're all worshiping party boy 69. But uh, he wears like, a new like, balance. Ironically, on his foot. it's fantastic. And uh, I mean, I don't know. You should probably ask Party Boy sixty nine what kind of shoe he wears so you can get your next pair of shoes. You don't want to ask me what clothing I wear because I'm like one of those people who like. 
I, I less so now, but I had like a phase where I'm like, oh, I gotta buy the the best stuff. So like, if you really want to know, I'm wearing like these fear fear of God shoes. Fear of God is like a streetwear brand. Like like yeah, they're well. It's like I used to like Nike shoes because they're like simple designs. Now every fucking shoe has are trying to do that puffy bottom easy shit. And oh, I hate, I, I hate Yeezys. They're like if I wanted to walk on Mars, I think they're I'd join ugly. The, the astronaut program, like, but that's what like all the new Nikes. That's what they all look like. All their bottoms look like that. I'm like, I don't want that. It's it's sad. These these Zoomers don't know what they got till it's gone. It's like a parking lot to pave paradise. You have no idea. Do you know what I'm talking? <laughs> I have no idea. What it's you're like a Cheryl about. Crow song. I don't know. To pave paradise, <laughs> put up a parking lot. No. No takers. I'll put up a park. Yeah. Okay. Line. There yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah, I just yeah, said yeah, it in yeah, like yeah, the. Yeah. Word, I said it like every single line out of order, like six lines. So don't worry about yeah. it. So I guess I had one more talking. It was like a half talking point. I had like I was so hyped because I woke up and I was like, oh my god, I dreamed of the best. <laughs> like, I, I woke up. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I'm not dead. Like no, um, I mean I, I'm pretty <laughs> pumped. I'm not dead, but like that was not the that was not the talking point. The talking point. When I say talking point, I feel like we're on like a fucking like like CNN. It's like we got these eight talking points. You're a candidate for global candidate, and yeah, I'm not a candidate for anything. Like I would not vote for me. <laughs> like I would. Vote- they're like, so what are you what are you gonna do to save the people or help the people? I'm like, ah, fuck, man. I might I might forget. Like yeah, it's. <laughs> But that's that's probably the best because then you would hire people who like actually know what they're doing and like some people are yeah, like they're so much. confident that they're like oh anyway Eddie we'll we'll like I I woke up and I was just like oh this is the best idea ever and like you know you know like when you're in like you wake up like dream state like thirty seconds before you realize you're so stupid yeah yeah like I was just like like I literally I had the dream like over and over again I was just like talking about this on the podcast because like i guess i dream of the podcast now this is the only dream i've ever had about the <laughs> this podcast is, this is your life yeah this is exactly but like matters. i was just like my entire thing was like i was gonna ask you like oh what's what's the best time to just spontaneously explode and and like <laughs> that was Wait. The, that was the whole conversation like, what's the best time to and and my as, <laughs> as far away from people as no, possible my, my answer my answer was when the substitute teacher rolls off rolls out like the tv to play like the magic school bus and, like i was like i was like oh this answer's so smart everyone's gonna agree with me i like now i'm listening like i i wrote it down and i'm like this is the stu- like what like like it just like it's like right on the magic school bus. Yeah, and then like what? And everyone's like, everyone's like covered in like Sam pieces. Like what the fuck? It's, like I'd be like upset. It there'd be that's like the worst time. Everyone's like like jamming out. Yeah, to the like music. Like for some reason in my mind, I thought like the idea the the t- substitute teacher like playing a video was boring. No, that's like literally the best time in school, and you oh, the, absolutely, it, and you ruined it with exploding. It's upsetting. Like, I think like any like time like everyone's like chilling, or like if there's like quiet study period or something like that, and then you're just like exploding to take people off. Guard. I mean like, but there's some but pretty like boring. A wedding. There's some pretty boring lectures. Maybe that's like a little exploding doesn't hurt. Maybe I'm different. I liked school a lot. Or I liked lectures. I liked learning. I mean, I I just hated doing homework. I I would love to go back, but this is neither here nor there. When would you explode? When would you um, explode all over some people? <laughs> What's the best time? Um, 
We'll save this for the next episode of Dragon Ball Virtual Homework. Homework podcast.